you there? I'm here. Are you here? I'm here. Good. Good. Well, it's uh, episode 0023 of the Pod James Pod podcast. I um I'm sort of I'm sort of like a little bit uh, flustered. I apologize. I apologize uh, if that comes across. I'm I'm sort of I've misplaced some some things. Um, just having to I'm having to. I forgive you. Good. Thanks. That's nice of You're you. You're welcome. That's nice of you. You're right. How nice of you to me. <laughs> I deserve it. I of course deserve that you are nice to me, but uh, that's I appreciate it nonetheless. Why do you deserve? Because. I am the mastermind. Well, here we go. Here, here we go. We I go. thought. Are you going to put our listeners through this? Look, here's here's the stuff. I got some stuff I got to say. I, I we've had we've had some. Discussions. Ooh, that's why it's. I mean, it's a podcast. What are we going to do? You're right. You're right. I just I, we've had we've had people concerned. I'm sure. I don't know. Janice. If Janice has uh, written in asking what's going on, but uh, there is. Um, yeah, she did. She did. She okay. wrote in. All right, what did she say? Really? Really? That's what that's what she wrote. <laughs> With a question mark. Really? She's excited. She's really? Like really? No. No, it's like really like that. Like some snark to it. Okay. Where is Janice from? Like was she is she from Nebraska? Is she from uh is she from like well, I don't know if I should give this information out. Do you know? Do you know Janice? Well, yeah, I see. There's a return address. Do you know okay. her? Like, is she no, your sister? No, she's, she's, she's a pure. She's purely a fan. Okay. Um, she's from Ohio. She's from Ohio. Okay. Yeah. How did she hear about us? Like, how did she, why did she start listening to us? I assume on the internet. Okay. Well, I mean, we're experts. I mean, we have we have pond fans. I listen. I don't. She writes me these in depth. Letters such as this last one, really. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. Sorry, sorry, I read that wrong. Really, uh, should be read like that. Yeah. Um, but she has not gone into her history. You know, she does. She doesn't want to geek out too much when she writes to me. Uh, she doesn't want to like make me like oh, this lady's a freak and a, like a super fan, and I don't want to talk to her. No, she's she's way more cool uh-huh, than that. Uh-huh. Yeah, so. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, I, I think it's worth um, it's worth noting that I, I have come to a decision about uh, someone who used to work for the Pod James Pod uh, podcast organization. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Come on. Come on. Come on. And I, I feel like you need some setup. I want to just talk about my mastermind group. Um, it's a great group. Oh. Can, we just, can we just skip? Like it cuts a, to the chase. No, I don't want to skip. I want to. I really want to. I really want you to experience the mastermind group. And I and I I, I sampled a little recording, just the beginning of the call, because I don't want to get into the the meat of the call. Just just the beginning, just where we sort of intro ourselves to one another. I have a clip from the call, and I'd like to okay. play it now on the show, and I'd like for you to listen to it, and then we'll come back and I, I'll talk a little bit more about the meeting. Okay. Uh, if I have to. All right. Hello? Hello? Can anyone hear me? Hi, Carlin. Hey, Steve. Glad, 
Glad you could make it this time. Yeah, sorry about that last time. Got caught up in a few behind-the-scenes problems Hello. I had to take. Hey, Kim. Hey, guys. Uh, looks like we're still trying to connect with a few more people, and then we'll get started. Uh, looks like Mark is on. Mark, you there? Basically. Okay, I think we're, uh, just waiting on Mary and our new person. Oh, that's right. We've got the new person joining us. Oh, and there she is now. Hello, Faye. Hi. <laughs> Welcome. Hey, it's great. Great. Yeah. I'm glad you could be here. Welcome to the here. Okay. Um, well, I think we're not going to wait any longer for Mary. Um, we've got a lot to cover, so it's just best to get going. Uh, since Faye is here, let's uh, let's go around and introduce ourselves to her. So, um, say your name, what podcast you're from, and uh, your favorite type of pie. We'll just go alphabetically, so uh, I guess I guess I'll start. I'm Carlin Trammell from the Pod James Pod podcast, and my favorite type of pie is peach. Okay, Faye, uh, I guess you're next. Sorry to, to interrupt, but what what about me, sir? Oh, sorry, Faulty. I had you down by your real name. So yeah, you can go ahead if you want. I'm Faulty Laporte. I'm the host of the Not My Faulty podcast. It's a tech support show where people can call in with issues. And problems that they have Faulty, with their... Faulty, we don't need to get into the details this week. So, yeah, that's that's good. Faye? Do you still want to know what my favorite pie is? Okay, yes, sorry, sorry. Please tell us. Strawberry rhubarb. Of course it is. Okay, Faye. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. I'm Faye, and I'm the host of the Little Black Rock podcast. It's actually a marketing tool we use for our... A great ad agency. My favorite pie is Bastilla, which is a Moroccan chicken and almond pie. <laughs> Ooh, uh, sounds good. Okay, uh, Kim? Hi, I'm Kim with the Jam with Kim podcast, which is a show about making jams and music. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say my favorite pie is lemon meringue, but after hearing about that Bastilla... It reminded me of a pockmok, which is a Russian meat pie. Uh, Mark, go ahead. Mm, uh, hello, everyone. This is Mark from the Home Sweet Home Brewing podcast. On this show, we'll basically talk about. On this show, we basically talk about home brewing, but we have an assortment of other topics. Mark, I'm just going to remind you we need to we need to move along. I'm sorry, I can get it carried away at times. Uh, my favorite pie is German chocolate. Great. Sounds good. And Steve. Hey, this is Steve from the Manager's Minute Podcast. You know, I don't like pie. I'm a cake guy myself. My favorite cake is chocolate cake. <laughs> okay, great, great. All right, thanks. Uh, thanks, everyone. And welcome again, Faye. Um, you know, this is a great group. I only recently joined the group myself, and it's been uh, it's been a wonderful last few months. When I joined, the first thing that they asked me was, what do I want to get out of this group? And of course, my answer was, I want to win a potty. So, Faye, I want to ask you the same question. What do you want to get out of this group? Two words, global domination. While we're relatively new to this podcast game, but our show is something that can change lives, and we want to take over the world with our show. Oh, brilliant. Best answer yet. So what, what kind of marketing do you do? 
all kinds. Do you want help with marketing your show? <laughs> well, may- maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, okay, the topic I wanted to start with and uh, bring up this month uh, off the bat is um, it's about my assistant. Wow. Well, I. First of all, I'm sorry, listeners, that you listen to that. What a bunch of dimwits. What? What a bunch. Really, you're, you're associating yourself with, with those people. Yeah, those are some of the most expert podcasters out there. I don't understand how they're masterminds and how you can't, you can't, like you, I'm not enough for you. Am I not enough? Well. Is me, I mean, Alabama dog isn't enough? Sometimes you just got to go out, you got to see what other people think. You know, what are their, what are their points? What is their point of view? I, I get, I, I get to know what other people think by fan mail by people like Janice who send me uh, yeah, link, f- lengthy look. letters to me so I know what other people are thinking rule domination really if you, I mean if, if you want to know anybody who's even close to rule domination it would be Alabama dog I just I don't know it's, it seems like a, it seems like a group of Willy nillies. Look, I don't really like how you're talking. I, I, I'll have you know, I had a conversation with Faye after the call, and, and I, I've talked to her about what she can maybe do for our show. Because I was sort of bouncing <sighs> oh, some ideas oh, off of her. You didn't. You didn't. Please tell me you didn't. What, I'm, I'm what telling ideas? you ideas. Just different ideas. You know, she was, she was talking to me about, you know, like, you know, what's our, you know, like, what's our icon? Our icon. What's our like? Like not icon. like a mascot, but like what's the sh- what's the show's like persona? You know how could, if we could personify the show into like one being, what would that be? You know who is James Bond? Who is James Pod? Oh, see, that's what she asked me. She said, "Who is James Pod?" And I was like, "That's brilliant." Who is James Pod? Oh, you know. So she was like pitching a- this whole idea of like, what if we did TV commercials about James Pod? What a bunch of pseudo intellectual bullcrap! Commercials about James Pod. Right. We're, not, we're not wasting any money on this. Look, we're, we're talking. No. She's talking about national spots. Look, right? I don't know how you are in any position to tell me what we're going to spend money on. Your finances, you know, being what they are, I don't think you have a place to really say what we spend money on. Listen, that's trust been me, established. I will, I will not be leaving you any more voicemails. After after seeing your 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 business leadership, um, that you've you've been displaying, okay, this this mastermind group has got to go, has got to go, and um, I mean, I I really hope it doesn't come to the point where you have to choose between me or them. Look, I I'll have you know they've given me some great advice. This is where we were going before before the recording. Um, I want I, I want to I want to let you know that they. We're on the same page as you about QK. And I, and I want to make an announcement. QK is no longer with the Pod James Pod Podcast Corporation. Um, it, was a, it was a mutual decision. You know, I, we didn't let her go because we don't do that. That's not how we operate. Um, right. We, we've, we've never let anybody go. We don't 
Yeah, no, we don't. Um, but we sat down with her. We had a discussion, and we came to the mutual understanding that she is no longer going to be a part of the company. So, so in 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 a sense, is, is this why she's been angry, tweeting me for the past I don't know week or so? Um, I I don't know. I I pretty much don't don't read her tweets. I know if I've, I've got to I got to go my separate ways. She's got to go her way. I got to go mine. Well, you but you told me last episode that you can't function without QK. I know I'm going to have to find somebody to replace her. I'm I'm, I'm going to. So how to. are you functioning right now? Well, I mean, I might be. Is it uh, Faye? Is Faye your new assistant? She's not my assistant, but I might have put some things off onto her company to help me. Just in the meantime, just in the meantime, not like a full retainer. Just you know, like hey, can you just help me out in the meantime? Just wait. So we're paying Faye money. To help, I mean, not like a full markets. retainer. We're not doing like a full thing, a full she, blown thing. She, We're not signing a like, contract or anything. Is she, just, is she like a a life coach or like a, a mentor? Oh, uh, she has those services that I could certainly, uh, I could certainly engage in. Yeah, if I wanted to. It's, it sounds like she's she's just trying to copy Alabama Dog's business model with Bama Creative Group. <clears throat> hey, it's a good model. This sounds this sounds like a, a blatant ripoff. And I can't believe that you're condoning this, especially since Bama Dog is one of our co-hosts. I know, but where is he? Where is he? I can't. I can't get a hold of him. He's in Alabama. I know that, but I mean, he's what got a, Alabama, more, He's got his. He's got his seminars and his speaking engagements. When I what more do you look, know? Look, he in a sense he drove me to this. He drove me to the mastermind. He drove group. you to this. First of all, he's a dog. He can't drive. Right. Um, second of all. He is always available. You, if you want to see him, he's in Alabama. Uh, you can you can tweet him. I, I, I can I can talk to Scott. Scott talks. Scott attends his his Bama Creative Group sessions. I know, but once he a just month. he's he's hard to get a hold of. He's got the whole campaign to try and become the next James Bond. You know, not to replace yeah. Daniel Craig, but to just be the next in line. Should Daniel yeah. Craig decide to retire? Uh huh. Um, it's just that he's got a lot on his plate. I feel bad bothering him. Well, of course he has a lot on his plate. He's a dog. He's hungry. He's got begging strips to his ears. I know. I know. I know. And you and, 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 and you know how dogs get when you bother them when they're eating. I know. I so know how right, they he, get. He has a lot on his plate. and um, But he is able to spin those plates and be a plate spinner. Um, oh, will. Yeah. Uh, whereas it seems like you are not a very good or a very competent plate spinner. Where is Faye located? Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Well, I I hope I hope this is all coming out of your your salary because I I'm not I'm not helping pay pay for for this Faye, and I, I really hope you don't you don't listen to this Faye character. Um, unless unless you unless you uh, run these ideas past me, um. So, I'm Aaron Nix, your crown channel. This is Pod James Pop Podcast. This month we are talking about die another day. <clears throat> yep, that's that's what we're doing. Where we do nothing but talk about James Bond. This movies. podcast is all about James Bond, and I think we talked about this before. 
It's all we do is is drill Bond, down good or Bond bad. Or Bond. Good or bad. We that's all we talk about, James Bond. So when we get to a movie well, like Die Another Day, and I don't think we're our discussions are always good. Oh yeah, yeah. I, uh, right. I mean, good or bad. Good or bad movie. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. I don't think we're. I don't think we're. We're we're not we're not hiding. We're not running from the bad. You know, we're not saying, "Oh, yeah. Moonraker." Uh, we're not going to talk about that. No, we're we're going to. It's talk not about like that. there's a giant laser shot from outer space behind us. We're we're running from it. No, no, we're the laser. We talked about this. We're the laser. Episode. We are the laser, and we're having to shoot it all. And that includes yeah. the movies that aren't as uh, as well liked. And that includes Die Another Day. This is Pierce Brosnan's uh, fourth and final film. This came out um, in uh, 2002, and uh, this was the 20th James Bond film. And this is this is right before Daniel. Well, not right before. This is like you said, Pierce, Pierce Brosnan's last film. So the next film would be Casino Royale, the 2006 version, where it sort of rebooted the franchise. So really, this is the last film. Of, I mean, of the James Bond series before the before the reboot. You're right. You're right. Well, with Sorry. a movie like this, where I really don't like it, and the last time I and I'm just gonna say right off the bat, I don't like this movie. Uh, and and <laughs> I. Uh, so what tier do you put this in, Carlin? I uh, well, we'll get to that. Not, we're not on that segment. I um, I, sometimes I have to go into it and I have to try and find things to like about it. And one yeah. of the most interesting things about it, especially in light of the fact that we've been doing this podcast and we've covered quite a bit, uh, quite a, quite a few of the films. We have not yet covered all of the films, but but at this point we've covered most of them. Pretty close. And Pretty close. and I would say in the time we've covered, we've done this podcast, we've become even greater Bond experts. The one of the most interesting things about this uh, movie was seeing all the little Easter eggs. Seeing yeah. all the little things that were peppered in that I Oh I think wait, Sheriff peppered in? Nobody cuts and runs on Sheriff J.W. Pepper. Oh, Sheriff peppered in. See, that's even brilliant. That's even that's how meta it is. That's they were how all Sheriff peppered in. You pepper in a joke about peppering in. That's and that's how much things. of a that's how much of a, an expert I am. I uh I you know to, wait, uh, here here's here's the one I'll I'll, I'll I made, I made the joke. Yeah, uh, here's what I want to mention. Um, when when Bond uh-huh. is in uh, the uh, the hotel room in uh, is it Hong Kong or yes, whatever. What? Oh, the, who else is in the, the room? Cameraman? There's a cameraman from my from my dodgeball. Your cameraman from your dodgeball from formerly of your dodgeball team in the movie. I was like, from, oh, that's brilliant. That's something I hadn't even so considered. From Rush with Love, uh, cameraman yeah. in this movie. It's yeah. stuff like that. It's like not even thing, not even big things. Like there is a little bit in the uh, Q uh, sequence where you're seeing like the jetpack and all that, but but it's like little nods. Like uh, at some point, Pierce Brosnan walks into a room. There's a bowl of grapes. He eats a grape. That happened in Thunderball. Yeah, and, and it's like that's the stuff that that actually I found interesting. The, the little subtle nods. Yeah, there there were a lot of Easter eggs in this film that I liked, um, like like you mentioned, and um, they're just scattered throughout. And I, I think it's it's, it's 
I don't know. It's it's to the point where this this film being the what'd you say? What what number is this? The twentieth. Twentieth. Yeah. See, you were asking this, me because I'm I'm actually this film the winner of 007 seen it. So 007 I'm gonna, seen it. This film being the twentieth in the in the series, it's almost to the point where, um, like a lot of franchises, after so many films, that it becomes. Like everything's tongue in cheek. Everything's a parody of itself to some extent, and it's like here we go again. And uh, you know, when you have this catalog of films that that spans decades, it's like you just want to please the fans, and they're they're just trying to. I don't know. It's it bec- it's it's really it's really interesting looking at it now, and I'm sure at the time, if I was if I was an expert when I first saw this film. Like I am now, I might have been annoyed by that. Yeah. Is there anything else that you did like about this movie before <laughs> we get on to the things that we maybe I'll, don't like? I'll t- I'll tell you what I liked about this movie. I I thought this was a solid movie for like the first quarter of it. I think I think the whole intro in North Korea, the whole hovercraft scene that they stole from James Bond Jr. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I I'm catching you die another day. You stole that from the Eiffel missile from James Bond Jr. minus the helicopter. Um, I think until uh, e- even when Jinx is introduced and she's horrible, uh, Halle Berry's horrible. It's tolerable. It's tolerable. The whole medical scene. I th- it's it's fine. I think once we get to the point of the invisible car. Yeah, that's the line, isn't it? That's that is the line that it crosses. It where it becomes absolutely like excuse me, you might bleep this out, but bad shit crazy. <laughs> it just goes Just remember the Council of Mothers podcasts. They uh the council, that's why I'm, that's why I bleeped it out. Okay, okay. So I, put I mean, once once we're introduced to the invisible car, and then immediately we're introduced to the ice castle, it's just like it becomes a completely different film. Oh yeah. Uh, whereas before, everything was there were some kooky parts, but you know, it's James Bond movies. There's always kooky parts. But I love the intro of of uh, of James Bond being captured and growing these this long facial hair and being there for what fourteen months. And getting escaping, and I, I loved, I loved that story, and even, even the explanation of from M of like why we got you out. I'm like, okay, this is like this is interesting plot devices that they're they're setting up here. I wonder how they're gonna go along with this. Um, but yeah, there's that line that it crosses. I'm mixed. I've, I, I'm a, I'm of mixed emotions on the opening scene. I, uh, I like the idea of it, but then at the same time, I think. In 19 previous movies, this man has never been captured, and he's been in worse scrapes than what he's in now, and he doesn't get captured, or he gets captured, and he gets out of it in the span of a couple of hours, and here he is, you know, locked up for 14 months. He doesn't get out of it, even. It, it takes it takes the government to get him out of it. He's not able to break free on his own. I could have even probably accepted 14 months if he himself had broken out. And, yeah. and I had a real problem with that. And I know, 
Oh, but it's not real. This was so much more of a real story. I honestly, you know what? That's not why I'm watching these movies. I'm watching yeah. James Bond, and James Bond wouldn't be captured in a in a camp, in a war camp, or whatever for 14 months. That's not the James Bond <laughs> that I've been watching. Uh, you know, that's not that's not the one I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. You're right. It's it, there's no way James Bond would be ca- captured. Well, I guess especially a die another day heightened version of James Bond. Um, there's no way he be, would be captured for that long. And I think it was it was part of the the whole appeal of we're going to write about North Koreans. They're they're relevant right now. I mean, they're the they're the the international threat at this point. And well, I mean, there there of course are other threats going on in 2002, but they were just one of many. And let's let's make this a how can how can we villainize these people even more? So let's show them how they how they will torture people, you know, waterboard and all this stuff. Um, uh, I don't know. I I agree with you. It's a little bit like why is James Bond being captured for fourteen months and then he doesn't even break out? He just gets set across a bridge. He doesn't even like try to sucker punch Zhao across the bridge. Right. Like right. if you see him, like throw him off the bridge. I don't know anything. Yeah, um, license to kill, man. License to kill. Even uh, well, and it wasn't helped by the uh, horrible uh, theme song to, to this oh. film. This is worst theme song ever. Oh, it's it's by yeah, it's definitely the worst theme song ever, and worse than All Time High. Oh, by far. Yeah. Um. One one last thought on the beginning, the intro, the pre-credit scene, is that not only, I mean this. They just stole this by from James Bond Jr. Is that they, the whole Saved by the Bell reference? We yeah, we talked yeah, about you're right. a couple months ago how James Bond Jr. is just the cast of Saved by the Saved by the Bell, right? And he makes that crack. James he Bond, makes, that's he makes that crack. He yeah. was Saved by the Bell. It's in direct reference to James Bond Jr. Obviously, yeah, obviously. Well, I mean they, that's that's what this uh, movie was twenty eight the twentieth movie. There, there putting in Easter egg, they're sheriff peppering in Easter eggs. And of course that's, yeah. that's the Easter egg for James Bond jr. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, so let's, let's, let's talk about the lead, the lead up to the invisible car. So we're introduced to Halle Berry who may be, who may be the worst Bond girl ever. One of the worst Bond girls ever. One of the worst for sure. I, is to say she is the worst. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It is tough. Um, and be, neither neither of them. And I like uh, Rosamund Pike and like yeah. other things I've seen her in. But in this, she she's not that great. This was probably the first time I'd seen her. And when I saw that she was in other movies, uh, yeah. I avoided them. Uh, I was wrong <laughs> to avoid them because she's actually really good. But in this, she's she's not. And I don't blame her. I, I just oh, it's, it's just it's, it's just it just kill it just kills the actor. Yeah. I mean, even I mean, obviously Halle Berry's and. Is Oscar-winning actress, and she's been in duds pretty much ever since. Right. But it's like she's capable of good stuff. Um, and it's it's just I don't I don't know what the writers were doing with with the Jinx character, but it was like it's it was cringeworthy listening to it now. Like um like when I fr- when I first saw this film, I saw it in the theaters, and I think I saw I saw it with my entire. One side of my family, like uh, extended family, we all, um, you know, if you listen to episode 001, you you know that I 
learned about James Bond from my papa, through my father, through me. We, so my extended family, we went and saw Die Another Day, uh-huh. and everybody was everybody loved it. Everybody was loving it. Um, and of course, I I liked it at the time. Like, oh, it's James Bond, his action and whatever is really cool. But looking looking back at it now, of course, I've seen it since then. But watching it this week, it's just it's just so it's just so bad. I don't think she says a line that doesn't have some sexual innuendo to it. No, and and she really can't deliver the the lines, the clever lines. <laughs> no. And and uh, I I guess I've just you know I know she's an Oscar winning actress, but I've just not ever seen her anything that I really uh, think. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sure there's a lot of Halle Berry fans that are going to be so mad at. It. I don't know if Janice is a Halle Berry fan or not. I she don't probably know. is. I don't know. I it's just. Let's just say this was not a bad. This was not a great script, and that that's probably why um, why she didn't do good. We'll just say that. Not only that, but some of her lines that she delivers, um, like they're they're extreme close ups or not extreme, but they're 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 tight close ups, and they're horrible green screened. Yeah, some, there's a lot of green some, screen in this. There's some of the worst green screen up, screen. I, I know it's 2002, but good lord, if if movies in the early 90s can get it right, it's just. I don't know if they just did pickups. Like, you know what we need in this scene? We need like another. We just need another uh, punchline here to this joke. We just need Jinx to say something really inappropriate. Okay, and then they just. <laughs> I don't know, but it's it's yeah. really bad. Yeah. Do you remember back uh, back around the time this movie came out, and even a little bit after? I think before and after. I think they they talked about it for quite some time. There was all this these rumors that. Halle Berry would get her own spinoff. There would be a Jinx spinoff movie. Oh, gosh. Uh, I don't remember that at all. They had talked about it, I think, with the Michelle Yeoh character in Tomorrow Never Dies. And I and I feel like there was another... Um, I feel like there was another example of somebody who was rumored to get their own spinoff movie. But, you know, of course, Halle Berry not... Uh, <laughs> Halle Berry got a spinoff in another franchise uh, of sorts... You know, she yeah. was Catwoman. Catwoman. And uh in the Catwoman movie, which was not really this direct sequel to any of the Batman movies. Uh certainly not not connection to uh Christopher Nolan movies at all. Uh oh, of course not. But she just you know, that uh that that was another case of a bad script, but at the same time, like she did that movie no favors either. So I, I can't even imagine yeah. what a Jinx movie would have been like. No, I don't need, I don't even want to think about that. Sorry, I brought it up. I, I, you should be. I forgive you. You're 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 kind of in a forgiving mood of late. <laughs> it's your it's your lucky month. All um, right. So the invisible car happens, and the and the movie changes. That really, at this point, I'm not. I'm still not a fan of this movie. Yeah, I, I have even, problems. Even. <laughs> There's just so much to say. It's such a horrible movie. Go ahead. You go. Even even the sword fight, which happens before the invisible car is introduced, even the sword fight, as weird as it is, that at this point we don't know it's the North Korean guy who oh, got his DNA yeah, changed or whatever. But the sword fight just comes out of nowhere, where all of a sudden this, these two hate each other, and they're trying to murder each other, and it's it's just weird. Okay, it's just it's, weird. It's and Madonna weird. and Madonna's there, and it, it, she just makes it way more awkward. Um, but even that's acceptable in like a James Bond movie. I'm like, okay, this isn't this isn't too weird for a James Bond movie for a fight that it's just not happened. Too weird. Not too weird. Not too bad. It's not, yeah, it's not too bad. Um, and let's let's I mean let's well, talk about the car. Let me let's back up one more thing. I want to bring all right. up all the stuff, 
all the stuff of the first half of the movie. There is a lot of stuff I don't I don't like. But the one thing, the one thing I love is when he walks in in jammies and or you know medical guard <laughs> medical medical gown or whatever beard long hair he walks into that that posh Hong Kong hotel and he looks like yeah. he owns the place that <laughs> that's yeah it's of, badass of really of all four movies that winds up being the the scene that personifies what Pierce Brosnan should have been as James Bond yeah. I agree. That it's a great scene. I, I like. I like that whole that whole intro into him walk until he shaves. Like that whole prisoner part of it. I I I really dug. It was really cool. That that yeah. That image of him walking into that hotel is pretty badass. Sorry, mothers. Sorry uh, about the yeah. Council of mothers. Council of mothers podcasts. Well, whatever. Sorry. Um, so th- that's something you really do like. All right, that, so that scene, that just the fact that with just him walking into the hotel, that that yeah. is the extent of it, to, pretty much. And then the fact that they they film him, um, much like they filmed him, James Bond and, and Tatiana making love in his hotel yes, room. Yes, yes, it just made, made the follow up scene even 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 better. Um, so let's talk about Q and R's R's transition transition into. Q and they're showing all the gadgets and they're making they're poking fun at the past uh with all the gadgets and um which I think is which I think is an interesting look at you know James Bond history and moderate audiences at that point they're like well all these gadgets are so silly and so they're so such old tech and he's looking for new tech and and die another day and and Pierce Brosnan's movies are just they're so concerned about the newest tech and being very relevant to the to the point where they went to science fiction with it. Oh yeah, with oh, yeah. Across, an invisible car. Well, across the board. I mean, invisible car, the the DNA manipulation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and I mean the the whole ice castle, but not only that, but the whole like laser scene. Yeah, that that well that that. That I could I could handle to some extent because I could see that happening in a, a previous Bond film, like there's some satellite just reflecting light from the sun. Oh, I'm not. But when, I think, when Jinx is strapped and they have the laser, the spinny lasers oh, and stuff. Yeah, like sorry, that those la- Yeah, that lasers. That that was horrible. <laughs> that was so bad. It's so bad, and the, like the like the the electric arm, like like grabbing her breast, electrocuting her, yes, and yes. like that type of stuff, and. Uh, well, I mean, like the the high tech surfing, like oh. parasail surfing. Oh. Yeah, that just goes. Well, like the global warming. But yeah, anyway, um, they 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 tried. It becomes a science fiction film at that point. And yes. you could and you could argue they don't open up dimensions to uh, the portals to other dimensions and pull in the Sean Connery Bond of Earth Two. They don't do that. I mean they that they're but they're one step away. That from would be amazing that would be amazing if that happened <laughs> in this film. That would that would be an an automatic top tier film <laughs> if they brought in Sean Connery from Earth Two. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. <laughs> um so I think it's really interesting that they, they introduced this invisible car 
as as silly as it is, it's got. Um, I I think it's it's so bizarre that this film is so obsessed with sports cars, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, from the very first scene in North Korea to the ice, to the sports cars in the plane, and um, there's sports cars everywhere. But the but they're in Iceland. They're at this ice palace. There's like no trucks to be seen. They're all sports cars. It's like the worst place to have sports cars. Obvious product placement, uh, for sure. Yeah. Well, um, as you watch this, did you spot anybody who would make a good uh, player on your dodgeball team? Because you, uh, you get to choose first this month. Yeah, I do. Uh, I I did see somebody that would be a great dodgeball addition to my team. And you're not going to like this, but I'm adding the Aston Martin Vanquish, the Vanish, to my team. What? And... So who's driving this one? Just to make you happy, I'm I'm replacing the Aston Martin DB5 and upgrading it to the V12 Vanquish. I mean, I'm going to have an Aston Martin with a cloaking device. Right. Plus my stealth boat. Yep. Um, I think think this is a winner. This is a game changer at this point. As silly, as ridiculous as it is, I cannot pass up this car to be on my dodgeball team. Your downfall will be when we have the outdoor Arctic games and we can watch your your car make tire tracks in the snow. That's true. That's very true. I'll have to watch out for that. I might have to put like skis on the bottom or something. (laughs) Which I'm surprised they didn't throw in here. Um, You're right. And apparently if you shoot it once, just like Zhao did, the cloaking device... Like turns off. Right. So one dodgeball hit, which is one lucky hit. Yeah. Yeah. You just want to hit, but you got to hit it first. You're right. So, but but think think of it like this: my DB five didn't have any cloaking device, and it was still a a a, a worthy foe. So now, just with the addition so, of so a you say, so you say, <laughs> so. <laughs> Um. So yes, my Aston Martin DB5 will now be replaced by the Vanquish, the Vanish. Okay. Okay. So that's your choice. That's my choice. All right. Um, did you see anybody? Yeah. Worthy of yeah. Yeah. I I did. I saw a couple people, three people to be precise, and and uh, and I I've, I've got to decide who it's going going to be. Um. For as much as I hated the scene we, that I referenced uh, a few minutes ago uh, with the lasers and when Jinx is strapped into the the uh, machine and the lasers are shooting <laughs> around, I got to tell you, uh, I am super impressed with the dodging abilities of all three <laughs> characters in that scene. Now, obviously, uh, one person perished. The other two yeah. uh, did not. Uh, so Pierce Brosnan's Bond and Jinx. Now. Yeah. I really contemplated Jinx because she's strapped in and yet still yeah. never gets hit by the laser. So it's I, I contemplate like she she is is that her? Is that her being that good at dodging to where I ought to have her on the team? 
Mm-hmm. I don't really think it is her because she is she is still strapped in. She really has no control over it. I don't want to give her that you, credit. You don't know if it's her, if just the it's just luck. Correct. And so I don't want to make that gamble and choose her and really that's not the case. So I am going to finally finally someone who's going to going to choose Pierce Brosnan for their team. I am choosing Pierce Brosnan Bond based on that laser scene alone. <laughs> That's that. That's a great choice. And I, uh, I figure that he has in his pocket the keys to the uh, no, Aston Martin no, V12 Vanquish, no. so he can turn off the cloaking device at any time. No, no. We'll so, we'll so but Pierce, I have Q. Q is the master of the car. Yeah, yeah. But you don't so, have that Q. You don't have you don't have the John Cleese. No, Q. It, it it's 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 Q. You Q, don't have the John Cleese if Q, Q was a lot, no, it's Q. But you don't have the John Cleese Q, and I could have. I contemplated I did, I that Q as well. He's he his his character is Q in the film. I understand that, but you have you have chosen the Robert Are we changing Llewellyn. different actors? No, yeah, we, I've chosen Timothy Dalton Bond. I've chosen Sean Connery Bond. I've chosen Sean Connery different. Bond again. I'm saying if you wanted to, or if I wanted to, I could choose. The John Cleese Q. I could have, you could uh, have. chosen the Q Earth Two Q from you're Never right. Say Never Again. You're right. So you're saying the Desmond Llewellyn Q wouldn't be able to operate the. Uh, S- he he probably could. I'm just saying that just to be specific, that that Q that you have on your team is not the ma- not the master of that car. Oh, okay. You're right. You're right. Of course I am. <laughs> You're an expert. So, so Pierce Brosnan Bond is uh, getting added to my uh, team. Uh, who are you taking off? And um, this is tough. This is tough. Uh, we talked a little bit about taking Solitaire off last time, but I don't think I can. I think I'm going to. You don't take, think you can? I don't think I can. I don't think I can do that. I, I look at my team, and she's not the one that I want to cut. That's the obvious choice. Okay. I think I'm going to cut Jaws. What? Yeah. Jaws. I'm cutting Jaws. Really? You had your cho- you had your chance to get Jaws. You didn't choose him. Way back a long time. Oh no. No, I didn't. Which which movie did you choose him from Moonraker? It's the only Jaws movie we've covered. That's true. Man, okay. All right, get rid of Jaws. That's okay. I mean, I passed on Jaws. You did. You passed on so Jaws. So I, I, I completely understand. Yeah, so Jaws off um, the team. Um, mm. Solitaire is staying on. Okay, so um, it's probably no surprise that I find that this movie is uh, – this 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 is uh, something I place in the bottom tier. This is – in fact, we talked about this with Moonraker uh, – we were. I was even saying, you know, either Moonraker or Die Another Day would be in the bottom. Uh, would be the bottom, the worst Bond film. Um, it very well might be this movie. It, it is. <laughs> you put you put this at the bottom of your of your barrel. I, yeah, I mean, I uh, I don't know. Moonraker's pretty bad. I don't know. Yeah. It's bad in a different way, but yeah. Bottom. What about you? Oh, it's in my scum bucket. It's in the bottom for sure. Um, I th- like there. I think having having seen it again just recently, I think I appreciate it more than I 
would usually get it, give it credit for. I mean, I know, I know it, it, it goes way, way crazy. Uh, but th- the first part of the film, I think I can still enjoy. I think it's still decently shot. It's got, you know, I like Pierce Brosnan. I even think like the, the, fa- the father, son, like side character development with like the villain, I think is interesting. Like it, they could have made that really cool if they hadn't gone like way wacko with like the DNA <laughs> change and all that. Um, yeah. I don't know. There, there, it, it had some potential, but it's just, yeah, it's horrible. It's a horrible movie. It's in the bottom. But makeout scene. Well, the let me let's talk about this ending, okay? Because I think this may be one of, if not the weirdest ending a James Bond film has. Um, so he gets finished with the mission, and it's all hunky dory. And then we straight cut to Money Penny fantasy, like virtual reality sex scene where, where Money Penny and James Bond make out, which is another like throwback, like we're pleasing Bond fans. Oh, she, they're finally, they're finally gonna hook up. You know, it's been, you know, they're meant for each other. Right. And then it's it's you know obviously, and then Q wakes her up and or not wakes her up, but snaps her out of it. And uh, there's that joke. And then it just cuts to. Jinx and Bond in some random hut with the diamonds. Uh, and of course, the lead into that scene is completely inappropriate. And yeah, don't talk about it because the, the Council of Mothers might get upset. Yeah. And then there's no like MI6 calling Bond. There's no connection. There's always like a connection back to like uh, M calling or they find them or something, but there's none of that. Right. It, yeah. And then. And then it just cuts the techno music, or a techno version of the theme song. And then to think that this is it. This is how this Bond ends before the reboot. Yeah. Completely bizarre. <laughs> um, so, needless to say, there is no boat makeout scene to end this film. Not in this one. No. Unfortunately. I think it could have helped. I think it could have helped the movie. Oh, yeah. I, it would have been at least something it had going for it. A, a boat makeout scene always helps. On film. Well, I think uh, I think we've done it again. We've done it again. We've uh, we've drilled, broke the internet. We've just we've gotten into a Bond movie and just just tore it to pieces and reassembled it and just oh, we're just nitty gritty of nitty gritty everything. So that's uh, that's die another day. So what what are we going to be talking about next month, Carlin? I think we, we get- should do. Uh, a view to a kill Nick next. All right. View to a kill. That sounds great. All right. Well, um, hopefully I'll, uh, you know, I'll, I'll have everything ready and I, you know, I'll show up at the recording on time. I, I, I don't know what's going to happen between now and when we next meet. Um, hopefully I'll find somebody to kind of give you, me a hand. I assume you're not going to be able to function. I, I will have difficulty functioning, but, but, uh, I'll, I'll try and make it, I'll try and make it through. All right. Good chat. Yeah, it's great. As always, talking to me. Talk to you next month. Okay.